You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Hour two, the Anita Marks show here on 98.7 ESPN with you until 2.30. Abbreviated show because, well, um, we're taking you right into the Knicks pregame show as they get ready to take on the Miami Heat. Um, And, of course, uh, you'll be able to listen to that game tip off at 3 o'clock right here on 98.7 ESPN. Um... <laughs> oh boy! All right. Really quick before we go to our calls, guys, what do you what do you think about the possibility of Bill Belichick being the head coach of the Giants in twenty twenty five? If uh, on, if if Brian Dable stumbles yet again, I hope not. You hope not. I hope not. I don't want Dable to struggle. I don't want my team to struggle another year. I don't want everything to be bad like last year again. Right, right, right. Don't want it. Okay. Joe? It almost seems like it's a lock, right? Even if he does well, if Belichick's out there. No. The, the mer- no, 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 no. No. If, really? If Brian, Dable, if Brian Dable comes out and Who would you Daniel Jones have? and Daniel Jones could stay healthy and Brian Dable comes out and they compete, let's say they're, you know, they're competitive in the division. Um, who knows? Maybe they win the division. Maybe they get in as a wild card. No, I, I, Mer- John Mara is so loyal. No, no, I don't see it. I, I think the only, the only way that, um, I think that the Giants move on from Brian Dable is, is, is if he, they finish the season below 500. So no, I don't think it's a lock and I, and, and I'm a Brian Dable fan. So what if they um, just miss the playoffs? They go nine and eight and miss the playoffs. Then, then I, then I think there's and and Bill Belichick is out there. Yes. Yeah. Then I think then I think there's a discussion. I think there's a there discussion. has to be. He's yeah. Bill Belichick. Yeah, yeah. You have yeah, to have yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. meeting. Yeah. Have to. Yeah. I believe so. Uh, let's go to our calls. Um, let's go to Joe in Oceanside. I know you've been holding on for a hot second, Joe. I apologize. Welcome in. That's okay, Need A longtime fan. Uh, of course he likes getting in first bout. He has the most passing yards in a playoff season. Never missed a game due to an injury. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I could just talk about uh, Bill Belichick, I would grab him in a second. Uh, what, what Brian Deball did to Martindale was – was terrible, and the GM, the GM is terrible. I mean, they should have taken care of uh, Barkley. Barkley's the best player on that team, and for Jones not to offer to give part of his salary was pretty disgusting too. Because that's what most quarterbacks do, you know, when they want a player of his stature on the team. Yeah. So, so yeah, Joe, I appreciate it. Thank you for the compliment. Um, again, listen, I, I, like, I, if if I if I had a vote. And just and and just so you know how this operates, um, the majority of uh, NFL writers are all going to go to Las Vegas for the Super Bowl. They're going to be there all week, radio row, all the things. Um, some of it is enjoyable. Some of it is just ridiculously. You, you, at the end of the day, you just want to go back to your hotel room and go to sleep. It's just it's a lot. But um, on Saturday morning, bright and early. All those reporters who have a vote congregate. And they're in there from like 7 a.m. all the way to like 8 p.m. sometimes, 9 p.m. And there'll be one 
uh, media rep. So, so the, um, I'm trying to think who I'm Paul Schwartz. Somebody, somebody will represent Eli Manning in that room and putting together an argument as to why Eli Manning is, is most deserving of getting into the hall of fame and being voted in that day on Saturday. Okay. And, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's Paul Schwartz, Paul, um, uh, but I, I just, I don't know. I don't know who it would be. And so they're in there and they're, and they're making, they're making that argument. And, um, and then, and then you have a vote and then if he doesn't get in, then I think that there's like somebody else can stand up and, and make a point or, and, and they do this for every player. So if, if I was in that room, yes, I would vote for Eli Manning to get in. But there are people out there who who don't believe that he uh, is. I th- I think there's ones out there that feel for sure Eli Manning should be first time round Hall of Famer. Get him in, most deserving two Super Bowls with the Giants, um, and it's not easy, obviously, to play in this town. And and he did it with ease. The other school of thought is, yeah, he's a Hall of Famer, but I don't think he should be a first round Hall of Famer. Maybe he shouldn't go in in the first round. And then there's those who don't feel that he's a Hall of Famer. You know, there's, there's folks out there, you know, Eli Manning, uh, um, Big Ben, and Philip Rivers, the three of them will forever be, um, I guess, you know, uh, judged. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm having a hard time finding words today. I don't know why. Uh, compared. Right. So if you had to rank, let me ask you this. If you had to rank those three, Ben Roethlisberger, Eli Manning, and Philip Rivers, I think we'd all be in agreement that Philip Rivers would be third. Would you put Eli Manning above Ben Roethlisberger? I wouldn't. So I think Ben Roethlisberger gets in as a first time Hall of Famer. No? Agree or disagree, guys? Do you put Eli Manning above Ben Roethlisberger? I can't. I don't think I can either. They both have two rings. I get Eli's two Super Bowls are against the Patriots, but Big Ben, better in the regular season, slightly less good in the postseason, but both of them have two rings. 800-919-3776. Let's go to your calls. Um, let's go to Ira in Staten Island. Ira, welcome in. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, Anita. How are you? And I agree with you. Um, yeah, Big Ben, definitely, uh, no disrespect to Eli, but now I have to put him a, a notch above him. And as as for the Belichick scenario, you know, after the table gets fired next year, I, I think it's a no-brainer that he's going to end up going to the Giants. I mean, I, I don't see him working this year. He'll probably he's just going to sit the year out. I mean, I thought uh, Jerry Jones would have hired him for the fourth quarter of the Cowboy game a couple of weeks ago. But um, I think it would be a perfect fit, unfortunately, for, the, you know, for me, for the Giants. And Woody Johnson, of course, would never make the phone call to bring him in after they follow, uh, fire Salah next year. So it's going to be – could you imagine the, the conversations you're going to have on the radio when both teams are looking for head coaches next year and Belichick is sitting out there? It's going to be fascinating sports talk. And you know the Giants are going to get the edge, and he will end up going to the Giants. Yeah, listen, uh, Bill Belichick loves this organization. He loves this franchise. John Mara has ultimate respect for him. Ira, 
it, you know, it's, it's not out of the realm of possibility, uh, but I, I really do believe it would take another season of failure for Brian Dable, I think, uh, for the Mara family and the Tish family to make that decision. 800-919-3776. Uh, let's, let's go to Tommy, calling in from Connecticut. Tommy, welcome in. What's up, Anita? How you doing today? Great, thank you. So if we're going to do this Belichick uh, to the Giants discussion, even though I don't, I don't think Brian Dable has done anything that's uh, remotely close to fireable, I think if Belichick's out there and John Mara decides that he wants him, I think you rip the Band-Aid off. That's the only way you do it. Because I don't think you wait for the Giants to stumble next year. Because you know, you know Bill is Jason Shula's record. Does he want to then assume a team that he would deem as, you know, one, would he want to wait another year and then, you know, assume something where it's going to take but, but, to- but Tommy, you, you, but Tommy, you would do, then, then do it now. Right, like then do it. Then do it. Do it now, and and it's not going to happen now. So that's why. That's why I'm saying, you know, I I I think I think it it really it all depends how this next season unfolds. Yeah. See, I was I was just looking at it from the the lens of, you know, you already had a coordinator leave. Belichick's a defensive guy. Who knows what's going to happen with Kafka? It doesn't look like he's going anywhere. But you know, you've already got, you know, the the apple cart upset, if you will. If you were going to do it, I would just say do it now. Give him the whole off season to install his program. You know, I mean, what's he going to do otherwise? Start a podcast with Nick Saban, which would actually be electric. And I'd <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, Tommy, love it. Solid call. Appreciate the call, man. You wouldn't even have to pay me to host that podcast. You wouldn't even have to pay me to host that podcast. <laughs> Let's go to Ralph in New Jersey. Ralph, good afternoon. Hey, Anita, how are you? Big fan. Um, I just wanted to say, firstly, Dave and Rick are definitely scared of getting beaten down by you guys. Um, I'd love to see it, though. Um, Secondly, as far as Eli and Ben Roethlisberger go, a lot of people are putting Ben over Eli. I mean, I'm a homer. I'm a huge Eli fan. Um, But the two Super Bowls, I mean, if you compare the two, correct me if I'm wrong, Ben Roethlisberger, he won the first one his rookie year, correct? And I think um, he had Jerome Bettis in that strong running yeah, game. He yeah, barely yep. did anything to win that Super Bowl. Yeah, against against um, Seattle. Yes. Then there was the second one, obviously, which he had played a larger part in. Um, as far as Eli goes, that one Super Bowl, I feel like he definitely won it. The second one, we know the defense really played a main role, but Eli was solid. Um, and if Ben's stats are slightly better than Eli in the regular season, I really don't see that making him that much better. I mean, Eli never missed a game. I mean, a game. You know what I mean? So it's just, I, I, I don't know. I think that counts for a lot. I mean, you know, availability is the best ability, right? I mean, that's what they say. Oh, absolutely. But. Ralph, listen, and thanks for the phone call. Um, you know, you, you hit the nail on the head. I, here, here's another thing that, that I'm hoping whoever uh, stands in that room and fights for Eli Manning to get into Canton the first go around um, talks about this a, a lot. And durability is so, I don't, I don't think we, maybe maybe this season we should realize it more than ever because of so many, what, how many, how many starting quarterbacks went down guys like 18, 19, something like that. Like, like to, to have such immense respect and, um, appreciation and value for Eli Manning 
in regard to the fact that he was always available to play and how significant that is and how maybe we took that for granted pertaining to Eli Manning. You know, when you look and you look at the teams that made it to the postseason and won in advance and the four teams that are still remaining, they're teams that had their quarterbacks all season long. They're starting quarterbacks all season long. So... Yeah, I don't I don't think Eli's durability is a discussed enough and appreciated enough and and should be a part of uh, the deciding factor. You know, it's I, I've always said for an athlete to stay healthy, it takes a lot of things. Uh, number one, a lot of it is genetics. OK, take it from somebody. I've had seven knee surgeries, three, three ACL, four meniscus. Um, a big reason why play a lot of sports, have played sports from from the minute I, I exited the womb. And my uh, the way that my hip placement is, I have very uh, solid quads. And so a lot of my, yep, so a lot of my weight are on my quads, therefore puts extra pressure on my knees, hence why I continue to have knee injuries. Um, if you have more, if you have a more solid, muscle mass on your hamstring and your glute, you will be less likely, not that you won't ever have a knee injury, but you will be less likely to have a knee injury. You're more likely to have a knee injury if, if your hip placement and, and women's hip placement is different than men because of childbirthing. Okay. Wow. I know. I'm, yeah, I know. I know. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm spewing a lot here. Follow me. Um, so a genetically, um, I'm, I'm, I was not a good candidate of staying healthy. And then, so there's that there's genetics and then B it's commitment, it's commitment and it's, um, and it's sacrifice eating, right? Not drinking during the season, you know, sleeping in a, you know, one of those oxygen chambers coming in on Monday or Tuesday, whatever day you have off getting therapy not going to play golf, not doing all the other things. So coming in on your days off to meet with the medical staff, making sure that you're taking the ice baths, making sure you're eating properly, playing smart, playing wise, and genetics. All those things play a factor. Sometimes it's just bad luck. I get that. But... Um, Sal Wilson, I see you. We'll get your calls when we get back. Um, also I, I want to start talking about game number two, the lions going up against the 49ers and why I do like the lions getting the points the lions getting seven and a half. I can't wait for these games tomorrow. I'll tell you, they're going to be great. More to come right here on 98.7 ESPN. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? 
You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, before we move on to our Lions 49ers game, let's go to Sal and Duchess. Sal, what say you? Good afternoon, Anita. Um, the only thing I want to say, I know you like both quarterbacks, so I'm just going to keep it short because I know you said you're going to probably tease things up. Think to, to, I can't do that because I think, well, every, like I told my, my you know, cousin, everything. Every butthead has an opinion, and I think the Ravens are going to get beat. So even if you you know tease them down, I'm not I'm not teasing I'm not teasing this game, Sal. I'm not. Yeah, okay. I, I don't like I don't I don't like the four. So I'm, yeah, I hear I'm, you. Yeah. I mean, so my thing, everything you said about uh, the Ravens, that you know the better defense, the mm-hmm. running backs, this and that. My thing is that the Kansas City's D backs are going to have the best game of their lives. And Andy Reid is going to have some scheme up his sleeve to stop Lamar. That's the only thing I could say. And like I said, everybody has an opinion. That's my opinion. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah, you got it, Sal. You got it. Um, let's go to Wilson in Roxbury. Wilson, good afternoon. I know you want to chime in on the Bill Belichick talk yeah. before we move on to uh, Lions 49ers. Before I get to my point, that guy that answers the phone, he's cool. I like him. He's feisty. We had Joe? <laughs> yeah. He, he yeah just, Joe, he, Joe and Harvey do a great job producing on Saturdays. Yeah, yes, they they're stellar. They, yeah, are they, stellar. they are yeah. stellar. They are stellar. Hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> hey, listen, Anita, I'll personally drive up and bring Bill home myself. Okay? Brian Dable is a fatter version of Joe Judge. That's all he is. And this year, it's going to be a dumpster fire. With all this stuff going on, that he can't get along with anybody, and he talks like he has won 10 Super Bowls. Listen, this is crazy. I remember like it was yesterday. I called you the second year of Joe Judge when he was going to start the second year, and I told you these words. This guy, the way he acts, he better start 4-1 or it's over. And I'm going to say the same thing again. Brian Dable better start 4-1 or it's over. We cannot, I mean, this is like a nightmare. I mean, and I get this sense that somehow they think, well, you know, it's still a rebuilding season. If they think that Giants fans like myself are going to put up again with another 6-11, and 7-10 and and season, they're out of their minds. They're out of their minds, Anita. They're out of their minds. Yeah, I hear you, Wilson. I hear you. I just, again, I think if Bill Belichick would be considered for the job here in 2025, um, I truly believe that um, I truly believe that it, 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 the only way that that would happen is 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 if Brian Dable has um, a, a, se- a a bad season and finishes below. 500 and doesn't make it to, to to the postseason but i will say this because we're going to take a break we're going to come back cynthia freeland is going to join us of course you can see her all over the nfl network and she's absolutely stoked that her detroit lions are going to be playing uh tomorrow um and that is there's going to be if if, if bill belichick is not a head coach on any of the 32 teams uh, this this season 
trust me, there are going to be a lot of coaches that are going to be concerned about their jobs all season long, um, heading into, uh, heading into next year. That's for sure. You can guarantee that. Um, I, I, I think Bill Belichick out there knowing owners, knowing that he's dying to reach that 26, 27 to surpass Don Shula. Um, I think I think a number of head coaches are going to be put on notice, and 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 they better be coaching their butts off this season. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better with the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country. There's no competition. Right now, get five dollars off any eight corner pizza with code Eight Save. That's the number eight S A V E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Welcome back to 98.7 ESPN. We've got the one and only Cynthia Freeland joining us now. And she's got to be absolutely over the moon stoked. She was there in Detroit. Her Lions brought it home for her and now advance to the NFC Championship game against the 49ers. Cynthia, how surreal is it? I mean, being there was out of this world. I was, you know, in the press box, which was hilarious because, you know, I wasn't working anymore. I was done working. All those people were such good focused journalists who were doing their thing. And I'm sitting there, you know, like having tears in my eyes, trying not to disrupt them doing their work, but just being so happy and like, losing my mind and watching Dan Campbell and his presser after just like crying and being like, Hey guys, can we all take shots? <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. why not? I mean, you know, you know, it, it's been a long time for that city to have something this, this, of this magnitude to be excited about. Um, all right. Well, let's start with game number one, Kansas city going up against the Ravens. Uh, this line opened up at three, jumped to three and a half. Now it's at four. I don't like it at four. I'm going to, I'm going to think of really a lot of different creative ways uh, to wager on this bad boy, but first things first, let's go game script. Like, how do you see this playing out, Cynthia? Well, it's going to be an interesting, it's going to be interesting to see which kind of thing they allow Lamar Jackson to do, meaning they got to kind of pick their poison with the Kansas city defense. This is a good defense. So are you going to allow Lamar or the running backs to run, or are you going to 
really just kind of keep everything up front and and kind of rely on your corners or maybe some man to 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 help you out on the back end. So I'm curious to see how that plays out because that to me will dictate the pace of this game. And if it gets into a situation where we're relying on the Chiefs to have those deep passes, which by the way, they did a good job of completing against the Bills last week. That's going to be rough on them this week though, because between, you know, Kyle Hamilton, Roquan Smith, if you look at what all of those guys have done to the tight end position specifically, it's not so good for Kansas City. Right. And, and again, you know, this is a, a, a Ravens team. They're coming in, they're getting healthier, getting Mark Andrews back. They could go 12 personnel with him and likely. And then of course, um, you know, them getting Humphrey back, Marlon Humphrey back. Meanwhile, for Kansas City, I'm hearing that they might not be without one of the best blocking, pass blocking guards. And Willie Gay, who Spags uses uh, as a spy whenever they go up against a, 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 a quarterback who can use his legs. So the Ravens coming into this, Cynthia, healthier than the Kansas City Chiefs. And this is this is something that we've seen, right, um, in, in the postseason. Healthier teams have won. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, as simple as it sounds, it's easier to play with the good players, you know, <laughs> makes it a little easier. <laughs> But the the reality is, is, you know, you've seen Lamar Jackson this year. This is the stat that blew my mind in the past year. So since the beginning of 2022, so to past two seasons, Lamar Jackson has had 20 games where he's had 3.1 or more seconds of a time to throw. So a lot of time in the pocket, bouncing around, giving his receivers time to get open in those 20 games, he's 18 and two. So if he's able to have 3.1 seconds or more, like that just, it just spells disaster for any opposing defenses. I hear you. So, so <laughs> with, with, with it being four, right? Like I, again, I'm staying away at four. I don't like four. This is what I think is going to happen. I think Baltimore is going to come out. I think they're going to put up a, a, a considerable, a, a nice size. They're going to have a nice size lead. They're going to go in in the half being up maybe 10, 13 points, something like that. Um, and then uh, we're going to see, Patrick Mahomes play, you know, heroics in the fourth and get the backdoor cover. That's what I'm worried about. So I, just four is too much for me. What say you? I just really don't, that, 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 that's a weird number um, to begin with. That's kind of where I have it before the line moved. That's kind of where my math put it at was so before I was more favorable towards the Ravens and then the line moved towards me. So I don't love that. Um, I'm more comfortable in this one thinking about the number of like, for example, receptions that a guy like, I don't know, Rashad Bateman, who's not necessarily the most, you know, the, the player we can rely on the most for that offense, but the number's just too low for Like, I think his number of receptions is like somewhere around two and a half or three, something crazy, 20.5 yards. I think he'll be more involved than that. So I'd rather go through and take a look at props than I would to really think about, you know, that three, four, four is not a great number. You're right. Three and a half and four are not fun numbers. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't like it at all. Prop bets in this. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, I, I like quite a few. I like Lamar Jackson over rushing. Um, I like uh, Justin Tucker over field goals. Uh, I'm going to go under in regard to Mahomes with completions and under with receptions for Rice. Um, I, I think the way that you beat Baltimore for the Kansas Chief, Kansas City Chiefs is running with Pacheco. Mm-hmm. So I, I have quite a, what's your favorite prop bet coming into this matchup? 
I'm probably, I, it's weird. Cause like, I'm, I'm kind of, I think that the numbers for the non, like, so for example, I think Pacheco's great, but remember Pacheco still has been on the injury report. So if you're looking for like some, some fun, like look at the numbers for like the ancillary tight end catches, right? Like it's a gray number, like 1.5 reception. So he catches two balls, you win. I think that kind of looks better. I told you like Bateman, those two numbers over. I think those are the ones you don't know. To me, the, the big, the big guy numbers, the big boy numbers, like Rasheed Rice, I think it's at six and a half. That's too much for me. That just feels too much. Right, right, right. That's why I like the under. Yep. Yeah. We've seen like MVS now be more involved. And then because McCall Hardman had some, some issues holding on to the ball, I think there's probably like a McCall Hardman special to kind of get his mojo back. But I don't know if that's a run play, which by the way, they've done or a pass play. So, but, but I think something, something like that is a smarter way to, to strategically target this game than to look at these big numbers that the, that the stars are getting. Gotcha. Again, Cynthia Freeland joining us here. You can see her all over the NFL network, uh, getting you ready for Sunday's action and uh, Kansas city. Again, uh, going up against Baltimore, Baltimore favored by four, the over under is 44 and a half. Do you have a play in the over under? I lean towards the over here. Do you? I lean over as well. I'm curious to see, like, I do want to know, like, you'll know, which obviously it doesn't help you ahead of the game, but you'll know ahead of the game, the the way the Ravens have come out in the games where they've just totally dominated and run the score up. It's been those first two drives with scripted plays and like they did against the lions. That one stands out. They did it against like the Niners, everyone. So how they start, that's going to really dictate to me, the total number of points in this game, because I just think that, you know, the Kansas city with all of their injuries is going to have to take some risks. They're going to, they're going to have to gamble. So if you're thinking about overs and unders, you really got to think about, okay, what do you conceivably think that the Ravens are going to score? And then how do you think that the the chiefs respond? I don't think it's, you know, you base it around the Ravens, not necessarily the chiefs. Cause I think the chiefs will have to be gambling. Again, Cynthia Freeland joining us here. Let's talk about your team. And that's the Detroit lions heading out West to take on the 49ers. This line's been fluctuating at all as well. Seven and a half, which I find interesting. So D, so it was seven and a half. Debo Samuel comes out today and says, I'm going to play. And the line drops to seven. Doesn't make sense to me regardless. Over under 51 and a half. Here's another narrative. Oh, the Lions, they haven't played outside in 50 days. Um, so so before, before we start talking bets and prop bets and all that, game script, how do you see this one playing out, Cynthia? Well, it's funny because if you look to see what each team does, they have a lot of similarities in terms of like in-breaking routes. It's been a source of success for both teams. They use a lot of play action, the way that they rely on yak. Like there's some really funny parallels with the way these offenses want to operate. You know, outside zone has, you know, we always think Kyle Shanahan outside zone. That's actually been a really good source of yards for the Lions and first down. So you know, I, I'm not worried about the outside because, you know, guys, you know, it's, it's not that cold up in Santa Clara right now. So it's not like mm-hmm. we're talking dolphins coming to Arrowhead. You know, it's, it's a much more favorable climate. Remember, I think some people forget that Jared Goff both played at Cal Berkeley and he's from that area. So, you know, he's pretty used to that weather. So I, we have enough data of him playing in that quote unquote weather, um, not in, you know, February, January, almost February time, but you know what I'm saying? Like, 
it, it's just an interesting, I, I think that's a, a bit overblown. Now, if, if something happens and we get like a really gusty, rainy day, that could be different too. But, you know, the, the thing is, is Brock Purdy is also subject to that as well. And we saw last week, he, you know, he wiped his hand off and we saw there's a lot made out of that. So it, I don't think that that's, I'm not worried about that in this game. Um, before we let you go, give us your pick, give us your play. How are you playing the Lions and the 49ers? Well, to be to be perfectly honest, I like this is the first time I've ever done this where I my math has a five point win for the Niners, um, but there's no way on God's green earth that uh, you know the first time the Lions get to this situation that I wouldn't say the Lions are going to win. So I'm going with you know every good analytics person just identifies what the higher probability versus lower probability play is, and for me, there's a much it's a lower probability, but I, sometimes you got to take it, you know, like the Philly special, that's how the Eagles won the Super Bowl, And that was a lower probability play. So, you know what, I'm rolling with it. And I, I think it's, I'd rather, I'd rather be on the right side of history than to say, you know, the, the, the Niners are going to win They're The Niners are the better team, but every once in a while, you know, you get the team that, that the little engine that could, that kind of takes down the, the David that takes down Goliath. Ha <laughs> ha. So Cynthia Freeland, uh, moving forward with her heart as opposed to her head um, when it comes to that Lions 49ers matchup. So again, uh, where it stands right now, the Lions four and a half. And I'm just trying to call up, curious what the um, what the over-under is right now. Hold on one second because these lines are constantly changing. So uh, actually, it's now back down to seven, the Lions seven. I, of course, you know, you, if you're on the Lions side, you wanted it seven and a half. Um, and the over-under is at 51 and a half, 51 and a half. Uh, when we get back, I'll do a deep dive into this matchup. All the reasons why I like the Lions to cover. I like the Lions to cover. I believe the 49ers are going to win but I like the Lions to cover, and I will tell you all those reasons why when we get back right here on 98.7 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Harvey and Joe producing the show today. Just want everybody to know that. Um, so uh, full disclosure, uh, Mama Mimi is, uh, is not well down in Florida. So I've been going back and forth. And uh, I had to bring her dog up here, and he's now living here with me. His name is Pierre, and um, he just he he doesn't he hasn't gotten the memo. He doesn't understand when mommy's working, you don't bark. So uh, this has been a work in progress, and so I apologize if you hear the barking in the background. He's just a new addition to. <laughs> what are you doing? But that's you guys. Stop it. Don't make well, it worse. It was? Oh, I, I didn't know. Well, yeah. It's, don't make it worse. I hope he's a bad guy. <laughs> he's, a new, he's a new addition, and he's not understanding the, the rules of uh, when mommy's working. Anyway, all right. Uh, let's dive into it. 49ers going up against the Lions. Uh, again, I wouldn't be shocked if the Lions won. I don't have them winning, though. But I do believe that this is going to be a close game. Uh, for a number of reasons. Number one, the whole outdoor thing, like Cynthia Freeland just said, I'm not buying into it. Keep in mind, golf is a California kid. Weather conditions are going to be pristine. Uh, it'd be different if the weather conditions... The reason that he doesn't play well outdoors is because he plays in the NFC North. So he's at Lambeau Field or he's at Soldier Field. Is it still called Soldier Field? I can't be sure. Uh, you know, he's, 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 he's back in California. So... I, the weather conditions, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not concerned about it. Okay, what I am concerned about is the fact that they're playing on Bermuda grass. So what is that? It's going to, for a very fast offense like the Detroit Lions, it's going to slow them down a little bit. Okay, so th- there's that. Um, here's an, another reason why I like, I like the Lions. Dan Campbell, their, their head coach, not only is, the, is, is he the best coach, coach when it comes to uh, winning against the spread, but also I like his aggressive nature. Like he goes for it on fourth down and, and that's what Detroit's going to, not only are they going to have to go on at fourth down, but they're going to have to get those fourth downs. They're going to have to move the chains and try to go after seven points as opposed to three. Okay. So where Kyle Shanahan plays a lot more conservatively. Okay. And just and settles for field goals, but he can do that because he's got an outstanding defense and he's got a lot of confidence in his defense. So there's that. The 49ers defense, their weakness is against the run. We saw it with Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones put up over 100 rushing yards. And this is a Lions team, fourth best rushing offense in the NFL. And so they're going to get after the 49ers defense that is not good against the run. Okay? With Gibbs and Montgomery, that one-two punch. And then on the opposite side, Detroit, they're actually very good against the run. So what's going to happen is they're going to put everything on the shoulders of Purdy and make Purdy win it for them, win it for the 49ers. And, you know, he's been struggling as of late. The Green Bay Packers dropped two interceptions. He tossed four interceptions against the Ravens when they lost during Christmas. He telegraphs his his passes. You know Hutchinson is going to get in there and get after him. I don't think this is going to be an easy, breezy game for him. And even though Debo Samuel did come out and say that he is going to play... Um, this is a 49ers team. They're 0-5 against the spread in games that, A, he's missed or games that he has not been able to finish. And there's no guarantee that Debo Samuel is going to be able to finish this game if he's already coming in with a shoulder injury. So 
a, a number a number of reasons why I do like the Lions to cover. So I'm going to take the Lions. I love them at this with the seven and a half. I'm going to use them as a teaser as well, and I'll tease them up to 13 and a half. So that's how I'm playing this one. Some other prop bets that I like in this matchup. Uh, number one, get this, you guys. This is a, this is a fun prop bet. How about golf over a half a rushing yard? You can wager that golf just all he has to do to win this wager is just rush for one yard. That's it, one yard. When he played for the Rams, he averaged ten rushing yards a game against the 49ers. Uh, he had six yards last week. And I don't see this. I, I see this being a game where the Lions are going to, you know, going to be battling it out in the end. I don't see him taking a knee, right? Where quarterbacks take a knee, you lose a yard. So um, I like golf over just all you have to get is one rushing yard and you win the bet. One rushing yard and that's it. Uh, I'm also going to play Brock Purdy with an interception. Again, like I said, he's been shaky since uh, the Ravens game. Should have had two picks. Uh, for the Green Bay Packers last week, four against the Ravens. Offensive line is a little shaky, and uh, I think I think the, the Detroit Lions are going to be able to, to contain the run and really put it all on Purdy's shoulders. I really do believe that. So, just a few prop bets. Also, I like Gibbs over seventy-eight and a half rushing and receiving yards combined. You saw what Aaron Jones was able to do to them last week. Um, and like I said, this is a Detroit Lions rush attack that's that's even better than the Green Bay Packers. So again, hence all the reasons why I like Detroit to cover. 